0: So you retired at 56. And when did you actually start the actual instruction? When I was 60, that was my 60th birthday present
1: to me, was the Pilates course. And I booked it over the week of my 60th birthday, not thinking that my sisters might have planned a surprise to take me away for the weekend. And the course ran from Monday through to Sunday. So one of the sisters didn't speak to me for three weeks because she hit me at the booking.
0: Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina Lecure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for, even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week, myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. Today, I have an extra special guest for you. Her name is Feel Good Fitness with Jackie. Jackie Halligan, she's from Northern Ireland, and she has become quite an Instagram sensation. I found her from my girlfriend, Candace, who was doing a plank challenge mixed reel with Jackie. Today, you're going to learn all about Jackie and how she basically created her second career after the age of 60 very organically by becoming a fitness influencer during the pandemic. You guys are going to love today's episode. Y'all, I am so excited for today's podcast. I am here with Feel Good Fitness Jackie, Jackie Halligan. I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. We are going to talk about how I found you, what you do, but For those who don't follow you on social media, with that massive following that you have, over 117,000 followers on Instagram, tell everyone who you are and what you do and all the things. Hi there. Uh,
1: My name's Jackie, and I'm 64-years-old retired teacher from Northern Ireland. During lockdown, I started a, a Zoom series of classes for the ladies that I taught Keep Fit to and Pilates, and uh, it sort of grew from two or three classes a week to 10. And then um, I was introduced to uh, Instagram by Rachel Holmes, whose supporters club I'm in, and she suggested that we go on it and just try to drum up a little bit of interest. And I had no interest, very little interest at all, until one particular reel that I was doing sit-ups. And uh, within a fortnight, it went from about 100 hits to 2000 and everybody was going what's going on here because we were all trying to get numbers and then the next thing it just sort of took off so I've I've no idea why people are are so excited about it but um, it does seem
0: to have um, got rather excitable over the last five so there you go. Oh my gosh, Jackie! There is so much there, and I'm so excited to dive in. So that is 100% the truth. So you, um, when I was asking you initially, so how I found you is one of my good clients and girlfriends. She was doing a mixed reel, and I hadn't even known what a mixed reel was, and I saw her doing these plank like plank ups with this fantastic woman who is yourself, who I did not any have no clue who you were to this awesome music and I messaged Candice and I was like, Oh my God, Candice, I am obsessed right now. I'm messaging this woman and asking her to be in my podcast. And she's like, Oh, you have to do it. And then I go to your feed and I find out you're like this massive celebrity who blew up (laughs) over, uh, over the pandemic. And I dove in a little bit to your stories. Like I went all the way down to your very first post when I think that this is super, super interesting and helpful for a lot of my audience, because so many people come to me wanting to start their business and they're not sure like how they're going to grow it and what they're going to do and i think it's really really cool to see that like on may 16th 2020 so you know like a little year and a few months later 15 months later when this comes out you had uh done your very first post and you had three likes on it and now um you know over over almost a full year to be exact May 28th which was your last post you have tens of thousands of views on every one of your videos <laughs> it's just truly really incredible Jackie it's unbelievable I
1: I uh yes because I looked back at the early ones as well and I, I couldn't actually tell you why that particular one, took off. I think maybe it was because people just looked and thought, who is that person doing that? And what age is she? Because that's
0: a question I get asked quite a lot. What age are you? Oh, 100%. Because... I mean, it really, at the end of the day, I think nowadays there's so many fitness influencers out there, but I do believe obviously your age has something to do with it. But I honestly believe that there's something about your personality that is just so like, we just want to be friends with you. Does that make sense? Like, do people tell you that all the time? Like, I just want, like, I look at you and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just like want to hug you and hang out with you. You're so positive. Like, that's why people are attracted to me for my energy and my positivity and my confidence but I think, and, and if you don't know this already, one of the things that I do in my business is I tell people their superpower. And I truly do believe I recognize superpowers in people and who you are, and the like just the aura that you like put out in this world is, in my personal opinion, just one person's opinion, but my personal opinion is one of the reasons why you have gone viral is because you just have this beautiful personality that people just want to be around. Well, that's very lovely of you to say.
1: If, if somebody had said that to me 10 years ago, I would have looked to see who they were talking about.
0: <laughs> I have mellowed I a lot since I retired, let me tell you. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. So you haven't always been a viral fitness influencer for those over 60. You were a school teacher for most of your life.
1: Yes, I taught in a, in a high school. Uh, that's sort of um, 11 to 18 year olds. Uh, from i was 22 to 56 wow. i told him the to same school um and i started off teaching pe so i was teaching fitness at that stage and uh then when uh we we went into grace it. so we had boys joined us uh, it was an all-girls school originally when the boys joined us i uh retrained to do it instead so my my pe sort of went by the wayside um and i was doing a lot of uh, Academic work, and it became very tiring and very grinding and When I turned fifty six um I had no intention of retiring until I was six like, that was my aim, but I was just so tired and working all the time. I had no social life at all, so I just decided to retire and then I was able to pick up my my fitness stuff again because I had time to do it, and I just started off going to classes. And then somebody said, "Why don't you do a Pilates course?" And you could fill in for me when I go on holiday. So that's why I did it.
0: And then I ended up with a couple of classes, and then it sort of went from there. Exactly, it kind of went from there. But like you know, one of the main things in my business, uh, my whole entire business, like like the brand is decided. It's your turn, and I always believe that you have to make a decision, have faith, and take action. And it seems to me that like you know. One of the biggest decisions that you had to make at the age of 56 is, you know, no longer doing the thing that you had done your whole life that was no longer bringing you joy. And I'm sure for a a greater period of time than before 56, it was no longer serving you. What was the moment or how were you able to make that hard decision to retire at 56 as opposed to the 60 that you had like told yourself you were going to do?
1: My mom was ill Um, she had uh, COPD and she was getting more and more uh, weak and I I lived with my mom and I had thought it would be nice to be able to spend more time with her and then on the Christmas week before I retired, I broke my foot. Mm. So I was off and I found that school could exist without me in it. Things ticked along, the, the place didn't grind to a halt, and I didn't miss it. I didn't miss the marking, I didn't miss the, you know, going to school, getting up at, at quarter past six in the morning and getting, driving down the motorway. And uh, so they were doing a, a package for teachers at that time to try and get people out to let new, new teachers in. So I thought, right, okay, I, I'll apply for this. So I applied for it. And um, unfortunately... Um, my mum died that April, um, so I didn't get the benefit of it. But I got the benefit of being with her while I was off the broken foot. And my headmistress, more power to her, said, look, if you want to come back in the decision and come back to teach, we'll, we'll take you. And I thought, no, I'm not. I'll just, I'll just stay off. And everybody was afraid I'd turn into a hermit. All my friends said, please, please be careful. Don't turn into a hermit because I, I didn't go out a lot. So um I just joined things. Oh
0: um, that is there you go. And there you go. Like, oh I feel like the universe just, you know, God source universe, whatever you believe. But like I truly do believe it all lined up in your favor. I mean like it's so interesting just today. So this will come out in a few months from now, but just today, the podcast that was released on, uh, that is released today the, the day that we're recording this, I, uh, named it, uh, God broke her leg because she broke her leg and changed her life. And it's this crazy thing that you basically said, my foot was broken and it basically changed the whole trajectory of your life. Unfortunately, obviously I'm so sorry your mom passed, but it was a beautiful experience that you were able to spend, you know, those months with her without, you know, being off and and then it led you to to the path that you're on right now, which is like it and again, this goes back to what I said to you in the beginning like you have this beautiful aura about you because you are truly lit up for life for what you get to do every day and serve others, but, and put this out on, on social media, um, put, you know, all of your reels, all of your remix, all of your TVs. like literally I need to hire you to do mine because you, you do such good reels. And I am just like, I, I don't know where you find the time. Cause I am so busy to be able to do these, but obviously it's part of your business. I think it's, it's just truly really amazing, but I think that it's really important for people to hear that you literally made decision after decision after hard decision. And you've allowed the universe to kind of, you, you've trusted that it's going to work out and, and look where it's gotten you. Yeah.
1: I mean, the uh, somebody else asked me how I have time to do all the rails. And my response is, I'm retired. You know, I have plenty of time in my hands and I live on my own. You know, I'm not interfering with anybody. Nobody sends me, oh, for goodness sake, would you sit down? So I, ha- I do have time to play around and I'm playing with stuff that I used to really enjoy, you know, in my, in my, late, in my 30s uh, when, I was, when I was teaching aerobics in school. Um, I used to listen to a piece of music. I couldn't listen to a piece of music without going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, boom. Um, everything had to have a dance to it. So now I find I'm doing exactly the same now and I'll go, that would be a nice reel. And um, that's, so that's, that's where the rays come from.
0: Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm just so, I'm like, literally like, I wish this was a live stream video. Cause I'm like, li- thank God I just had Botox. Cause you can't see all the wrinkles from how much I'm smiling. I'm so excited right now, but this is exactly it. Like the, one of the reasons why you are so successful right now and people are falling in love is because you're in love with what you're getting to do. Like so often people say like, well, what am I supposed to do? Jackie had no idea a year ago, she would become this Massive influencer where people are asking her hundreds of questions every day and falling in love with her videos and doing these remakes from around God, I'm sure there's a billion people from all different continents that have contacted you to remix your reels. But it's super interesting that, like, you basically said, I just loved doing this. Like, I love the music, I love the fitness, I love helping everyone. And I actually have the time. And sure enough, by you doing something that you love, it's now turned into, you know, quite a successful business for you and that you're enjoying.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm having a bowl at the moment. I really am. It's, uh, I mean, my two sisters keep looking at me and saying, do you not think you're doing enough? Uh, and I go, well, yep, fair enough. But they don't, they don't know how, actually, I'm not saying that because, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. They don't know how they don't actually know how hard it is. Jackie, I understand how hard it is to keep up with all of the things that you have to do on a daily basis. I will be honest with you. It looks like what you're doing is super easy and simple, but let me tell you for anyone, sisters included, who may think that you're not doing enough, you're doing a ton because it takes a ton of work to do what you're doing and and record all the videos, put in the music, do the reels, and then you're teaching what 10 classes a week right now? Uh-huh, yeah. All on Zoom. All on Zoom. All on Zoom. I, do you look forward to getting back to, in person?
1: Well, I went back to my first face-to-face class this morning. Oh, actually. Nice. That's uh, the first time our, our uh, fitness centres have been open this week, uh, because we were a wee bit behind in Northern Ireland. So um it was it was interesting and it was lovely to see people, you know, face to face again. Uh, but most of my lovely ladies have been on Zoom. So they have been keeping going. But uh, one of the people who was there, um, I smiled and said, so have you been doing any Pilates since we went off? And he just looked at me and went, no. Oh, no. I'm going to be stiff. So I asked him at the end, he says, it was fine, but I think I'll regret it in the morning. So it'll be interesting to see what he says next week.
0: He's going to be so sore. It's like that moment, like, you know, when you first get back to the gym and like, it's like you have to like sit yourself down on the toilet so you don't fall in. Like, that's the moment, right? Like, you're so sore.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: I can't wait to see him coming in next week to hear what he says. Uh,
1: but the, the the ladies, they have been like, some of them are from going to once or twice a week um, in real time. Some of them have been coming on every day because I just have had classes every day. And different types of classes that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do except for having Zoom. Like I'm doing, uh, let's, you know, low intensity or low interval training. I had never done that in my life. Um, but it just fits in nicely. You know what? We have our session um, at the level that that my 60 pluses can attack with verve and enthusiasm, I have to say. <laughs> uh, some of them, you know, you'll say, now we're doing this at a, at a, a low intent, a low impact, so that it doesn't Hurt your joints, and I look at somebody doing full jacks. You know,
0: um, they're wild. They're absolutely wild. They're absolutely brilliant. They're a wonderful bunch of 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 people. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. So, like, you basically literally started your second career at what the age of sixty. When did this come up? So you retired at fifty six, and when did you actually start the? Actual instruction. I know that, like I saw on your Instagram, you took a Pilates certification to fill in. When did that actually happen? How many years ago? When I was sixty, that was my
1: sixtieth birthday present to me was the Pilates course, and I booked it over the week of my sixtieth birthday, not thinking that my sisters might have planned a surprise to take me away for the weekend. And the course ran from Monday through to Sunday. So one of the sisters didn't speak to me for three weeks because she had made the booking. So then I was able to swing it so that I could go to the weekend away because of my teaching experience. I didn't need to do the practice teaching part of it. So I was able to go away, but they haven't let me live that one down. So when I was 60, so
0: that's four years ago, um, I did my Pilates qualification. That's unbelievable. I I just think it's so incredible that like... You know, I know so many people who may be listening to this podcast. You know, my demographic is people in their uh, early 30s and all the way up to like their late 60s and men and women, but a lot of women. And I do know that so many people so look forward to retirement and slowing down and not doing anything and doing things for themselves. But I think this is such a beautiful reminder that like, Right now, you're probably going a million miles an hour like you always have. But it's for something that you love so much. So it becomes so much more fun.
1: Yeah. And the people who are joining in are joining in because they want to. Whereas when I was teaching, I was teaching kids, some of whom were there because they were quite happy to do it. Others, not so much. Yeah. Now, everybody that comes to class comes because they want to come and they enjoy what they're doing and you you pick up the enjoyment from it. It's, Absolutely. it's a two-way thing. You know, it's
0: a two-way thing. Oh my gosh. There's no way that anyone can watch your not watch your videos and not be so excited about getting to work out with you. And especially that older demographic. I just think it's just so inspiring that you didn't turn into a hermit like your friend said that you know what I mean like because so many people would I mean after your mother passing your retirement it could have been very easy for you to have slipped into you know a, a depressive type of state but you instead did something that you enjoyed you got out you got certified and now you're doing your own thing like how in the world does a A person who's 60 who only got on social media a year ago. How did you even learn how to do Instagram real or even Instagram in general? Well, when I
1: was teaching IT, I had to learn how to do all the fiddly bits to be able to teach it to the kids. And um, so I've had an interest in that side. Um, I used Facebook just because it was there. Uh, I started just because it was nosy, to be honest. And then when I was doing, started teaching and the recommendation was you try and get a little bit of interest on your Facebook. So I was contemplating putting things on. And then as I said, Rachel Holmes suggested using Instagram to all the ladies in her support group. So I, I, I jumped in very tentatively. And the first time I did it, I thought I was recording. <laughs> I, I looked and I thought, where's the stop button? And I'm literally looking at the screen, talking to myself, Literally, where's the stop button? So I have no idea what appeared in that one, but thank goodness it disappeared very quickly. Um, So after that, I I got a wee bit more confident. But I mean, I'm somebody who wouldn't have my picture taken before. I always was the person behind the camera because I didn't like to be on camera. I didn't like to see myself on the screen. Um, So now I find myself popping up all over the place. Um, So I've, I've gained a lot of confidence from that. And my accent... Uh, I've had people saying, could you slow down? Because we traditionally talk quite quickly. Yeah. Uh, And unfortunately, this is just something that that people have had to deal with. Uh, I was doing a course there just before I I came on to you. And uh, she's always saying to me, Jackie, slow down.
0: I love it. I talk. I'm originally from Canada and I talk so fast as well. um, That some people are like, oh my gosh, who are you? Are you on speed? Like, what's wrong with you? But this is just naturally who I am. I can understand you brilliantly, Jackie. So there's no worries there. And like, again, like I said to you, you just have this aura around you that people just like literally, even if they understand every third word, they can kind of get it and they can follow your video. So you're totally fine. Don't even worry about that. Are you one of the many people each month that tell me they can't find a tribe of like-minded people who are ready to decide it's their turn? If so, I have the absolute solution for you. It's the Decide It's Your Turn Network, a tribe of like-minded, high-vibe humans who are ready to thrive in life and business. It's a community off social media in its own private app where I come in and teach twice a month, live, taking your questions, connecting you with amazing humans from around the globe, all for less than $100 a month. The Decide It's Your Turn Network. You guys check out the show notes, find the link, christinalecure.com forward slash network. I do love the fact, though, because, you know, again, I am a confidence coach. I help people step into their confidence so they can live a life that they love, make profit, all the things. And one thing that you just said there was very, very important. I do believe that you are probably you had enough confidence in you to at least be willing to try. I believe confidence is built by the willingness to show up. And the fact that you showed up on day one and pushed that button when you had absolutely no idea what to do. I mean, is, is everything. So many people wouldn't do that. And I know that you probably get asked the question so often, and may, and maybe you don't, but I'm assuming that you do. How, because I'm sure everyone wants to know, Jackie, how are you so confident to do this? Jackie, how have you done this? I would never want to be on camera. And the, the fact that you said that, you're like, I was always the person behind the camera. Like, what was it in you that said, okay, I'm just going to do it this one time and just kind of see how it works? I did uh, a thing for Charity uh, just before lockdown, um, I don't. You, you
1: have strictly come dancing over over there in America, don't you? Um, we have what? Dancing with the Stars? Yes, yes. I've called. actually well,
0: done that locally. <laughs> well, uh,
1: yes, I did it in, uh, in Portadown, which is the town close to me, and I did it just before lockdown. Um, and having to appear in front of people and be videoed um, was a big learning curve. Because I'm not a natural dancer, I know I dance around like a maniac. But I mean, I do that to beats. It's yeah. not elegant. Yeah. So on the first night, we were we were paired off. A lot, a lot of people had their partners already, and I knew nobody. So we got paired off, and then the the two ladies who were in charge of the dancing looked at me, and for some inexplicable reason, decided that somebody with no hips at all should do the rumba. And I just looked at her and said, what? These hips do not do the rumba. So having to learn that and then perform it in front of people for two, over two nights um, in Portadown was a big um, <laughs> moment. Yeah. So that gave me confidence with that. And then I, just after I retired, I joined a thing called uh, Extra Zen I to do extra work for TV. And I was uh, in a, a Frankenstein Chronicles. I don't know if you had that over there with, with Sean Bean. I was an extra in it. Oh, and, no that's so cool. And I got a, a, a thing in line of duty. I was in the court. So seeing all that process and then looking at myself in camera was again uh, uh, taking me out of my comfort zone a little bit more. So um, i would sort of built it
0: up a little bit through those two things. Yeah. You know, every time you do a hard thing, I believe confidence is built. Like I've always, you know, I've always been willing to do hard things. That's what I say in my life and my business. I've always been willing to do hard things. And every time you do one hard thing, you know that you can do the next hard thing. So, you know, you doing those extras, that was a hard thing at the time because you're nervous. And then you doing Dancing with the Stars, that was a hard thing. And then the first time you did your video um, where you didn't know where the start and stop button was, that's a hard thing. And then the first reel you did, that's a hard thing. And the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And your confidence is growing every single time you do that. So the next time you're going to be asked to do something that's like, oh my gosh, this is intimidating. Like this podcast, your very first podcast, you had the willingness to say yes. (laughs) Yeah. And you have no idea how close I was to not pressing the button today. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you did because this is just one more hard thing. Cause I'm sure you're going to be asked uh, many more times to do something like this. What is the craziest thing? And this wasn't a question I had for you, but I just thought about this. What is one of the craziest things that you have uh come across in the fact that you're now a uh like you are very much an influencer? You're you've gone viral. Like, what are the the crazy things that kind of have come out of this or things that you have like kind of blown away by the opportunities or the people? people that you've connected with anything like that lots of people ask questions and uh, there's an awful lot
1: of, of little hearts flying around which is absolutely lovely um and it's just amazing to me that so many people are interested in what i have to say i mean i did a wee a wee one on uh, motivation and it was because somebody asked me a question um And they just said, what can you do to to motivate? And I thought, I wonder what she meant. So I sat and and warbled on for about six minutes um, about what motivated me. And there was a huge response to it, which, again, surprised me because I didn't think that many people would be interested because I do gibber a lot. I just talk um, and I I diversify. I I, I go off tangents. So it surprised me that so many people were interested in what I had to say, really. Why do you believe that is? Possibly because I'm very normal. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very down to earth. And um my friend said I I I stay things as they are. So maybe that appeals to people. I, I don't know. I think it does but certainly it isn't my 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 uh sartorial elegance it certainly is that's a she look at the way she's dressed um, and I mean on that particular one my hair was all over the show because I'd just come out for a walk and I had a, a, a top on and I, I looked at that afterwards and I thought seriously you could
0: have made an effort Mum. you could have <laughs> You know, some days I try to make an effort, some days I don't. But I actually think that that's super interesting. And and my personal opinion is 100% you're right. People love authenticity. That's one of the reasons why I think my clients are drawn to me too. I'm just kind of like, this is who I am. I cuss, I say God, you know, like I'm all the things. Like I talk about my husband, I, I point out that I'm an idiot a lot of the times. I'm willing to say whatever. But I actually think one of the reasons, and perhaps this hasn't crossed your mind, but I do believe it's one of the reasons why people are so attracted to you is because you're doing something that they wish they could do. And I think that that is exactly why I reached out for this. And this is the the reason why I'm probably going to name this podcast, like starting a career after 60 or or doing hard things later in life. Because I I do believe that people are attracted to you, not only for you know your personality and the aura that you put out, but also because they wish that they were doing what you're doing. And most people, like my life, for instance, most people could probably have my life if they were willing to do a hard thing. But most people are attracted to me because they want my life. They want the way that I show up in the world. They want my business. They want my relationships. And most people are attracted to what they want. And they see something in you that they very much want. No, I hadn't thought
1: of it like that. To <laughs> oh. Of course, when you get to this stage, um, you don't think that... Uh, I mean, there's, there's quite a few. I mean, I, I looked at insight. I don't look at insights an awful lot. Uh, but I looked at them just to see the, the age range. And I thought the age range would be sort of 50 to 70, because that's, that's who I teach, basically. But there were a lot of of younger people were watching. Mm -hmm. And so it would never have occurred to me that, that somebody that age would want to be at
0: my stage, you know, because they have all their living to do. But Jackie, what they want is they want to get to your age and be living the life that you're living. They want to get to the stage in life. And you know what? Perfect example. I bet you when you were 30 or 40, you would have loved to have known that you're living the life right now. When I was 30, after I had my uh, operation,
1: I wasn't convinced that I was going to make 60, to be perfectly fair. Um, so um, I, would be, I would have been very surprised at 30 to find that I was still able to do the stuff I'm doing now at 64. I would have been amazed because at that stage, um, in, um,
0: I had my operation at just on my 29th birthday and um we didn't dive into that jackie why don't you tell everyone uh the operation that you had and and what kind of decision you had to make around that when i was 28
1: i uh took ill very very quickly and um long story short i was diagnosed with crohn's disease and unlike today um where they do everything for, Cro- for Crohn's and colitis, they don't know what causes it and there's no cure, but they will do everything, steroids and infusions and all sorts of things. Those weren't available at, at that, that time. So they tried steroid stuff and it didn't work. And within eight, eight months, I had gone way, way down. So when I finally got down to the Royal, where, where the specialist was, he just looked at me and said, love, you're very sick, you're coming in. So he, re- he was going to do an ileostomy where they removed the whole of the bowel and put a bag on. So on my 29th birthday, I woke up trying to find what this bag was like, but he hadn't done it. He had left part of the um, workings there to see if they could settle. But uh, 15 months later, I ended up with a bag. And it was suggested, because I was off work for 15 months, it was suggested that maybe I retire from PE teaching at that stage. Because I wasn't terribly well. And I thought, well, stuff that for a caper. Uh, I'm only 30. There's no way I'm retiring. So uh, when I got back to work, one of the first things I did was do my exercise to music qualification. Just to show that I could. And uh, then I was determined that I would wear the fancy stuff that they wore. Uh, In the 80s, when Jane Fonda was doing her stuff. And uh, they had all these lovely, you know, all-in-ones and thongs and what have you. I was that girl. I wore a thong. I love I, it. I love uh, it. Listen to add, I had tights and all underneath it, so I was I was respectable. But uh, I was determined that even though I had a bag, I would be able to come out like this. Um, so it was it was a big turning point for me because I could have retired. I c- I could and done something else. But at that stage, I wasn't prepared to accept that, and uh, I went back and uh, ended up in hospital a couple of times with with resections. And when I came out of one of those, I did a parachute jump, jump just to show that I could. And I uh, ended up back in hospital with with uh, 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 adhesions. So my my boss was convinced when I went back to school. She said, what did you break? I said, I didn't break anything. You must have broken something. You were off the day after you did that jump. I told you not to do it. I said, no, I just had a wee, a wee, a wee, a wee pickup.
0: So she was expecting to see me in plaster after the parachute jump. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. So, you know, your mindset, your strength, your ability to keep going goes all the way back to when you were 29 and you had to have your colon removed and have this bag living with you for the rest of your life and moving forward through then. And you literally decided in that moment, because again, that's my word, decided in that moment that you were not going to basically give up on life in that moment. You were absolutely going to just say, Bugger off, I know for a fact I'm gonna be just fine. And you've been able to have a, a, a relatively like normal life since, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It,
1: absolutely. It's it's freed up, it's freed me up to do a lot of stuff because uh, you know, I don't have
0: to go to the loo. You know, when other people have to go to the loo, I don't have to. It's another issue. Awesome. The positive of it all <laughs> like, oh my gosh, absolutely, a hundred percent. I love it so much. Um what is your why right now for why you do this every day? Is it just to inspire others? Is it your joy? What's going on? It gets me
1: up in the morning. It fills in my day. I love to see the response of people uh, when they, they look at the reels. I love to see the, the positive reactions they get. And uh, if I wasn't doing it, I mean, what am I going to do? I sit in the house on my own and do nothing. And, you know, turn into a couch potato or get up and do something that makes me happy and that makes other people happy. So, you know, it's a it's a win-win oh my for God. as long as I can do it. I mean, at some stage, my body's going to say, listen, woman, we've had enough just to sort of slow down. But at the moment, it hasn't. It's let me do stuff that I never thought I'd be able to do. I mean, those plank challenges. Yeah. The first one I tried, I thought I was not going to get up, off the mats, And I thought, right, we'll not do another one of those. And as soon as the next one came up, I thought, well, we'll have a go and we'll see. So I just keep pushing myself a little bit more. And uh, somebody said, does that not hurt your elbow? i have go to a physio at the minute because I have a, a, a dodgy elbow. And when I went back, she said, so what have you been doing to rest it? And I went, mm, well, nothing. So she's given me exercises to try and build it up um, rather than rest. Because those plank challenges are not
0: exactly restful for one's elbow. No, they're not exactly rest, but I just love them so much before this podcast comes out. And I'm going to say this just to make sure I do it. I'm going to post the day before this comes out. I will post a a mixed reel of you and I doing something and you were, you'll guarantee do it better than I do. Uh, I've, I've thought about doing it. I just haven't had the time to do it yet, but I will make the time to do it before this podcast comes out. Um, What is like, what would be like the next thing if someone were to like message you about something or the next thing that like would just bring so much joy to you? Like, what are you, what would be kind of just like this fun, awesome, holy cow moment for you? You know, I know obviously this podcast is big, but besides that, like, what, what would you love to do? Like, what is, what would be so much fun to you? Because I'm sure that now that you've been opened up to this whole, you know, influencer world, this whole thing, like what, like, what is kind of something that you would love to do or have been asked to do or anything like that? Honestly,
1: I have no idea. The thing that has brought me most excitement this week happened yesterday. Um, Queen and Adam Lambert are coming to Belfast next year. And I booked us tickets. And you have no idea the amount of squealing that went on in my living room when it came through, your tickets have been ordered. I was beside myself. So that's the level of my excitement, going to a concert like that. Oh, my gosh. As to what comes next for me, I have no idea.
0: I so, really don't know. Jackie, just, do you believe I'm in manifestation? Manifest. Do you believe in manifesting? Do you even know what that is? No. Okay, so manifesting in like it's just believing something is true and real before it comes true. So, like, I believe in the power of manifesting. Like, I believe one hundred percent you can create something in your life to come true just by believing it's true before it already exists. So I literally, I am challenging you. When is that Adam Lambert uh, Queen concert? Uh, May, I think it's May 22nd next year, 2022. Okay, so you have a whole year. If I were you, and we're putting this out into the universe, because I believe when God listens, it's a thing. Um... I want you to start using a ton of Adam Lambert songs and I want you to like use the Queen songs and tag them oftentimes and have people share them when, cause, okay, so I'll use one of the Adam, do a reel and I'll use the Adam Lambert one and tag him in that. And I guarantee you within one year from now, if you believe it's true, you could like literally be backstage. I guarantee it. it happens all the time. I've created the most random, most amazing stuff in my life. And I know that like this is getting a little woo-woo for you. But at the same time too, I truly do believe it's possible. If you just like every day, see yourself standing beside Adam Lambert and Queen, getting your photo taken, doing the whole thing, tag them on posts, believe it's true. Tell your audience, be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be standing with them backstage. Da da It will happen. You have a whole year to manifest that. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Jackie, I'm telling you, just tag them a few times, use their music more more times than not, and I promise you a year from now, you'll be messaging me and you'll be like, I don't know what kind of witchery you're about, but <laughs> it, it happened. Yeah, I'll write that down as a contact your woman and tell her no, it didn't happen. No, Jackie, that's not how it's going to happen. How it's going to happen is when you believe it. So I... I manifest my life on a sticky note. So write it on a sticky note, and every day just look at it. Every day, just like put it on your mirror and say, "On May twenty second, twenty twenty two, I will meet Adam Lambert. I will get my photo taken with him." And just look at it every single day. Whether you believe it or not, six months from now you might believe it, and then a year from now it might be true. Like I'm not giving you a guarantee, but I'm telling you you're going to be a hell of a lot closer to that backstage ticket when you believe it's true. Because would I if I would have told you a year ago that you would have been. Uh, a social media influencer. What would you have told me?
1: Don't be silly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I exactly. Oh my gosh, Jackie. Where can people find you? Tell us your social media handle. Tell people how they can join one of your classes. Tell us all the things. Um, my
1: Instagram handle is just Feel Good Fitness with Jackie, and my uh, Facebook. I'm very original. My Facebook page is Feel Good with Jackie. And believe it or not, my website is called Feel Good Fitness with Jackie. So if you remember Feel Good Fitness with Jackie, that's it. Now, I'm sure another Jackie out there who probably has a feel good thing as well, but I hope that people will be able to find mine.
0: Um, they will, so because they'll, see the it in, they'll see it in our show notes. We will definitely put Feel Good fitness with jackie.com on social media you if, hey you've got way more followers than i do sister so people know you way more than they know me i am so grateful for our conversation today i cannot tell you what a joy it has been i can't wait for may 22nd 2022 when you post that photo with adam lambert okay okay you definitely get it first if i guess yes oh i love it thank you girl